Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business and of your life. Human design is personal development that's actually personal. It's mindset work that actually works. And it's based on the gifts that you were born with. And this alignment creates a peace and serenity in your journey, in your business, and in your life. And I have a beautiful guest on today. I am so excited. I have Carmen Oling. She is a holistic life coach, speaker, podcast host, and former corporate executive. She has served as an expert on many media outlets, such as Fox News, Living Local, and a variety of businesses, um, well-being and well-centric podcast. Carmen has traveled the world as the founder of Flow Academy, a holistic life coaching school for leaders, coaches, and entrepreneurs, and the Permission Slip Retreat. Okay, when I read that about the Permission Slip Retreat, I was like, oh my gosh, bring it on. Carmen, thank you so much for being on the show today, and thank you for the beautiful work that you do. Mm, Thank you for having me. I love that intro on how you describe human design. I was like feeling it like deep in, in my spirit today, so I love that so much. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to dive into your beautiful chart and share the gifts that you were born with and how you've um, um, worked with those gifts and different things and different ways of how you operate. But before we get into that, I love to get to know our guests first. So do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? Oh, a favorite book or show I've been into lately. So I usually read two books at a time. I do love books. I don't listen to books. I actually buy them and I dog ear all the pages and I write in them and, and all of that. So um, the books that I am reading right now is I read a spiritual book in the morning. So it's called Circle Maker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about like writing circles around your biggest dreams and prayers and how often we are dreaming too small. And um, if we just prayed and dreamed a little bit bigger, that God would meet us there. And then the other book that I'm reading um, is just a motivation or a book that where I learned something possibly. So it's called the, let's see, I have it right here. The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bruchard. And so it's nine declarations to claim your personal power. And I've really enjoyed that too. I just saw him speak at a Hay House conference. And interestingly enough, I picked up two books from the Hay House table. Um, well, I bought more than that, but two that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. And the two speakers that I liked the most ended up being afterwards, I had already bought the books, Was one of them was Brendan Bruchard and the other one was Jim Quick. So it was pretty cool. That's what I'm reading right now. My favorite book of all time is A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, which is based in um, A Course in Miracles. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. I love Brendan Bouchard and all his work is amazing and just like so cool. And, and, um, and I think that is, it's like, Oh, it's like the more we see the possibilities, the more we can dream actually, the more that we're doing for our businesses, for our life in those moments. And that just identity shifting, um, times just carry us to our next expansion, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, we are our greatest cheerleaders, but also, um, our greatest ability to see all the possibilities comes from right within us. Everybody mm-hmm. else can see it. Just if we can see it, then beautiful things happen. Right. Yeah. And then oftentimes we're our biggest roadblock too. So yeah. 
um, that's why the work that you do is so important, really learning how we can maximize, you know, our gifts, but also where we can like get on over to the other side, you know, where maybe we're not maximizing it. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So do you have a favorite place that you love to travel to, or maybe it's where you're from? You're in Florida, right? Yeah. So my husband and I, we live in Miami beach. We've lived here for just over two years. I grew up in Oregon. We actually raised our family. We have, we have two kids, a son and a daughter. Our son is 26. Um, and he'll be, or well, he'll be 27 next month. And he lives in Dallas. And then our daughter is 21 and she still lives in the Oregon area, but we raised them in Oregon. And then once they're gone, we sold our house and all of our stuff and we moved to Colorado. And then now we live in Miami beach so my favorite place to travel to is diverse places where I can meet people and just like you were talking about, expand, renew my mind, see with fresh eyes, um, see what's possible for myself to show up and serve and help others and my husband. And um, I'm really loving warm beaches lately, though. Although my retreat, yes. my next retreat is going to be in September, the permission slip retreat, and it's going to be in the mountains because we haven't ever gone to the mountains. So I'm really excited for that as well. That sounds amazing. There is something serene about mountains, you know, like just giving, but I, if, uh, but I love the beach. It's like, mm, I don't know. It's the water, the air, like my feet in the sand, you know, that type of thing. It's just this holistic, like, Oh, I just love it. Yeah. It just so like much. clears any energy and it just like regrounds you and connects you. I love it so much. I never knew how much I loved it. If anybody's familiar with the Oregon coast, like it's not like Miami, the Miami coast. It's no. cold and um it just feels so like grounded and centered and peaceful here. I actually call it my bliss yes. bubble. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my goodness. I love that. No, I grew up in Portland and so we would go to the beach. And um I just for you know, for the longest time I was like, I didn't realize there was beaches that people actually swim in without having to right. have like wetsuits on. You know, I'm like oh. I like, we would go to the beach and be like, grab your jacket, you know, get your gloves. Cause you never know what's going to happen and stuff like that. Right. It's gorgeous, but it's definitely a more look at type of thing, uh, but still stunning in its own way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I am so excited to dive into your chart and share with you some more of the gifts that you were born with and how you operate best. And whenever we start on someone's chart, I always look at their human design type first. Mm -hmm. And so you are a manifester. And so you are this big leader. You are to, you're creating these ripples and these initiations of things. You have these big ideas and you're almost like, um, this car that's like this sports car that's going from zero to like 120 million miles an hour in like less than a minute. That's what you do. You're like, I have this initiating idea. I have this, like, um, this pulling of you going in a certain direction. And so you go to that direction and you're like, um, people keep up with me, you know, just like a sports car, right? Like, come on guys, um, keep up. And in this, um, beautiful, um, like inspired action that you have of the direction that you're going into. One of your gifts is to communicate is communicating the direction you're going into speaking about what you're doing. The more you can put yourself in opportunities of speaking and sharing and standing in this, um, in this, like almost like, um, this thought leader change, um, leadership 
that way Mm -hmm. you're really resonating with what your gifts that you were born with. Now, at the same time, manifestors don't have this um, immense amount of energy, right? They don't have this natural gift of energy like generators do or manifesting Mm -hmm. generators, like one of the other design types. And so um, building support around yourself is really important. So you have these big ideas and you're like, okay, these, all these great, like things coming to you, you know, like ideas and feelings and directions. That's kind of what we're talking about, you know, inspiration. And, and then you start doing this. Well, as you do so build support around your team, your family, personally and professionally, the more support that you can build around yourself, um, the more that this execution of all these, um, this direction that you want to go into will have the support it needs to continue that momentum, you know? So like a race car is going to punch it right at the beginning, but it can't hold like top speeds forever. Right. That wouldn't be safe. You know, same thing, right. You're going to punch it and you're going to, you're going to hit it hard. And when you do so create that support around that, um, that direction, so that you can have other people support you in building that out or creating that magic that you do. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm, yeah. So as it relates to communicating, that's real and support. So something that I've been working on is I I lost a couple of team members over the the recent like six months. And so I've gone back to doing a few of the things that I hadn't done before. And so I'm really reworking like the inner workings of my team and what I want to do. But I was just thinking about, you know, the things that I really want to be focusing on are the things like this, where I'm where I'm speaking, where I'm writing, where I need to show my face, where I need to have my presence be known. And then the other things I really need someone else to do. So I go on these walks every morning and I call them my God walks. And so while I might have headphones in, I don't really listen to anything unless it's like um, like spiritual music or that sort of thing, but it's really just a time to talk to God and to pray and then really just to listen. So I'm really listening more. So I got some beautiful downloads on like, oh, what if this could be possible? What if this could be possible around like support in ways that I'd never really thought about before? Um, So it's very uh, timely. And uh, we do this thing in in my community where instead of saying like, I can't believe that happened, right? Because this is thoughts that I was just getting downloads that I was getting earlier and now you're talking about it. So we always go, of course that happened. Thank you more, please. Right. So this is my, of course that happened. Thank you more, please. Um, moment, just that synergistic moment when you're open and available to receive that I got that download. And then now you're sharing this. So do I agree? Yes. Is that something that I'm looking at reworking because I have a team I do, but I really need a, a person that's like him an integrator and an operations person to really make the make all the things happen, right? I really want to be the strategic vision and the face and the connector. And I want to be with the people. I don't want to be stuck behind the computer, you know, crossing yeah. the T's and dotting the I's. So 100%. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And it, it's, it's so um, magical, the, the lessons that come from are living aligned and more centered and more grounded in who we are. And I love what you said about like, thank you. And more please, you know, Mm -hmm. that creativity and that spiritual side of business is huge. And I don't think we give it the credit that it is owed. Um, I teach my clients the same thing too. I'm like, you have, um, this beautiful ability to align 
with your gifts, with your talents, with downloads, with um, creativity, give yourself space to be able to do that. You know, don't mm-hmm. fill your s- schedule up so much that you don't have this creative space or this spiritual space to really connect and to feel that is the greatest times in your business where you're going to feel pivots and changes and support when you give yourself space to feel into these things. And then Mm -hmm. I love what you said about saying, thank you, you know, like, thank you. That gratitude practice enables you to have more of those moments of Mm -hmm. downloads and, and in tunements and alignments and refinements. And that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, also on your chart, as part of being um, a manifester, um, your not self theme, which is a warning sign that you're not living your design is anger. And I love this because um, it's just a, it's a sign like, Hey, something is off. So let's get curious around what is off, you know, and anger might come from um, this disconnection from your true self. It might come from people not understanding your vision. It might come from being too tired. You know, there's a fatigue Mm -hmm. aspect that manifestors have that they need to really nurture yourself. And, um, I was just coaching a manifestor and she's like, I think I need to sleep more. And I was like, yeah, that would be really good. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like sleep is a good thing and, and for your soul. And so, um, being aware of like, what are, um, when I'm feeling angry, um, and anger can look like, um, different things. It could look like a short fuse or it could look like you're just kind of feeling off, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's this um, chance to get really curious about, okay, what's off, what's going, what's something that's causing this um, personally or professionally and to really look into that. So have you felt kind of um, like, I guess I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. So I've seen this before. And I, like I shared with you, I have learned just a small amount about human design, but um, not really dove right into it. And so interestingly enough, when I see that word anger, and that's how I know when I'm out of alignment, um, I, I instantly feel something inside of me when I see that word anger. And it instantly goes to this thought that like, like I'm not an angry person and I don't get angry. But underneath that, when I dug into that, because I did this before, I was like, oh, interesting. It was this idea of, more along the lines of being a good girl or the societal pressures, like that you're not allowed to feel that emotion of anger and not fully expressing and not fully feeling. And so I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I talked to a few a few colleagues about it and they're like, oh yeah, that is, that's not a, a, um, a feeling that I associate with. And oftentimes it was just because like we didn't allow ourselves to because it wasn't aligned with like this good girl persona, right? So I say all that to say that um, my anger would show up as frustration. Frustration is like how anger shows up for me the most. And most of the time it is when I'm out of alignment or or misunderstood. As I I see that showing up the most. And um, before I started doing any really personal growth work, it would also show up as resentment. 
specifically Ooh. like with other people maybe that were closer to me, um, family or my significant other, that sort of thing. Um, so I would have had that in the past, but now I can see that it shows up as frustration and it's really um, like a guiding light to, for me to be like, okay, let's pull back the layers here because most of the time when we're frustrated, it's something that we need to take care of ourselves is what I've found yes. anyway, versus like we're frustrated with someone else or something else. And it's like, okay, let's pull that back a little bit. How can I clean up my side of the street here um, versus be, you know, being in a victim mentality, that sort of thing. So I think frustration is really what I've, um, I've found the most. Yes. Yeah. And it's that like a uh, lack of judgment of those feelings, you know, it's like, Oh, I can embrace all sides of me. You know, I, we, of course we don't want to have a, um, a lifestyle of angerness or frustration, you know, that type right. of thing. Um, but it's okay to feel those feelings and it's okay to be uncomfortable and, mm -hmm. um, and not try to just push them off to the side or to numb them, but to get, I guess what I love about this word curious about it is like, Hey, what is this? What is this feeling telling me? You know, mm -hmm. um, when my kids were little and, and we have kids about the same age too, um, I would, they would like throw temper tantrums, you know? And I was like, um, what is at the root of this temper tantrum? They are feeling something for a reason, do you know? Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, um, we can acknowledge those feelings. And from that acknowledgement, we can find real change and real growth in those moments that, um, embrace, um, this higher being that we're meant to be. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like this beautiful, like, this is a sign. Okay. What's going on? What do I feel? You know, and to really explore that it is so beautiful. So, um, also on your chart there on that body graph part, there are centers on your chart. Now, uh, human design has nine centers and they're basically each center has a gift that you were born with. And these gifts are either defined and they're colored in on the chart. And that means you always have those gifts all the time or they're mm -hmm. undefined, which is they're colored in white. And that means those gifts kind of ebbs and flows, but you can harness those gifts with um, environment or mood or, or inspiration of other people and kind of circumstances and things like that. So you have um, the throat, you have a few defined energy centers. So you have the throat, uh, which is the gift of speaking and communication, the G center, which is the gift of direction and love, the root, which is the gift of drive, the spleen, which is the gift of intuition and the heart, which is the gift of willpower. So with all these gifts, um, with this is with the root defined and with your willpower defined with the heart defined, you're going to feel like you have a little bit more energy, like than a typical manifester. These are kind of like little energy centers that are giving you a little bit more energy than normal and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess I would love to hear like with that little more drive and that willpower to get things done. Um, has it been, have you had, um, times where you're just like going, 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 and then you kind of crash and burn, or have you had tried to manage that or has it been difficult? Mm -hmm. Um, all of the above, I, I guess I would <laughs> say. So, um, 
previously when I would be out of alignment or trying to control things just with like my logical mind and not really being focused in on my highest self. It was like, I was always putting pressure on myself to go, 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 go. And not having a lot of, not having a lot of downtime, you know, causing things like autoimmune conditions, causing, um, causing me to numb out certain ways that, you know, I weren't really positive ways. But after doing some personal growth and working in like where I'm at now and how it really applies now in my business is that I'm so much more aware. And so there are like seasons and times where I am able to do more. And instead of saying, because a thought that I used to have that I had to overcome this limiting, limiting belief, you know, I always think like beliefs are the ultimate catalyst for change is, is that if I do too much, like I'm going to get sick or I'm going to be too tired or I'm not going to be able to do it. So like really overcoming that and recognizing that I can listen to my body and I trust myself and I trust my intuition. And, um, if I do that and I listen, then what happens, I can work in a state of flow and I can have it a sustained energy for long periods of time. As long as I also give my, myself time to like reflect and relax and recharge. So for, for example, if I, if I host my retreat, it's a, like an um, all-inclusive retreat, right? So everything's included. You just have to get yourself there. It's exclusive for 20 women. And I hold space for all of that for, um, for the four days. And afterwards, I know that I need to have downtime. Like I need to have a few days of downtime, even though the work that I was doing is uplifting and I'm happy about it. And I'm so excited and it's making an impact in so many people's lives. But I know that, and I don't want to be around people either. So that's a big thing for me is uh, finding spaces where I'm not around people unless I feel like I can be because I need to like go back inward and like recharge and listen to my intuition and connect with source and, and all of that. And I'll even do that after period, larger periods of work. If I'm like launching Flow mm-hmm. Academy, um, I'll, I'll put in days or even if we go on vacation somewhere and just like traveling a lot, I need to have downtime from like traveling. So just knowing that about myself, that I can sustain periods of flow and energy in a good way, but also I know that I need to have those periods of downtime. And specifically the important part is by myself. Wow. I love that. I really like, um, one of the things I want to unpack a little bit more is this, like trusting yourself, you know, trusting in, um, your abilities and your identity to pour into women. So we're all in this industry of like pouring into other people Mm -hmm. and, um, as beautiful as that is, it can be really draining too as well. And so being able to trust yourself that like, I know I can do this right now because I've already planned that I'm going to take a break, that I'm going to have some downtime, that I've put in parameters into my life that are allowing me to focus and be here for these women and to uplift them. But also I'm going to, the same message that you're giving those women, you're actually walking the walk, you're doing the talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even during, like, if we use the retreat as an example, you know, I got some feedback one time from one of the women and she's like, well, I didn't understand like why you weren't hanging out with us the entire time. So for example, you know, I'm showing, I, I, in the morning, I don't go and I don't hang out with everybody. I'm doing my rituals and my things that ground me and connect me and get me centered because it is just such a, 
divinely led retreat that I need to be centered and I need to be aligned. Um, you know, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not maybe eating some of the foods that they're eating because I need to be like a clear channel and an open vessel. Or maybe if they're mm -hmm. staying up late and they're doing things, I'm not going to be out there and doing that. And so that feedback that I got, she's like, I was wondering why you weren't with us. And then I understood. She was like, that's so amazing how you're showing up with this energy and this enthusiasm and how connected you are is just awe-inspiring, yet it's also awe-inspiring that you're able to hold those boundaries as mm -hmm. well. And you know, and you know what you need and you know what they are. And so, and that just takes time. It takes time to listen yeah. to yourself and to try things out and to understand. And like what you said, be curious. I like to say, be curious and then collect evidence collect evidence for yourself that really works for you. Um, and I know for me that that's really been like um, really a catalyst for myself to maintain because the ultimate, right, is like feeling freedom, feeling joy every day and, and holding your inner, inner peace, no matter your external circumstances. And yes. so being able to do that more days than not, more opportunities than not, and nothing, basically nothing's phasing me because I'm not placing, going around placing meaning on things that are meaningless is, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you are really pouring into yourself. You're doing the work on yourself and you're allowing yourself to have these boundaries and that support you and your very being. And that's what like, everybody wins when we are our best self. You know, I think right. that's like, so like this me time, you know, I'm like, uh, yeah, hello. That is like, you're going to win because I have this me time mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and 100%. your clients are winning. Yeah. Yeah. Because of this time, one other part of your chart that I wanted to explore that's really beautiful is you have an undefined, um, solar plexus, um, solar plexus are, is your emotional center. And when people have an undefined emotional center, they're cool, calm and collected. So think about like the, like the world is burning down and the cool, calm and collected mm -hmm. people are like, okay, guys, let's file through, let's go over this way. You know, everything's going to be fine. We'll see you in the next life. You know, that type of thing. So, <laughs> um, but what also is so beautiful about this undefined center is that you have a lot of empathy. You can really feel the feelings that are going on throughout, um, the conversation. So your clients will be saying something, you'll be getting these feelings this message through this feeling, this energy to energy, and you'll know this unsaid story without your clients even having to speak it. You know, you'll kind of get the, the, you'll read the room without people mm -hmm. having to say words. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. You say that I didn't recognize that that was my gifts, one of my gifts for a long time. So prior to um, starting Flow Academy and my coaching practice, um, and my speaking is I worked in corporate leadership for 16 years. Mm -hmm. And so I prided myself on being able to walk into any, um, any work environment and I could just look around and I could watch and I could see what needed to be done. I could see gifts that people had just by sitting down and talking to them. I could understand how to maximize their gifts. And I just always said like, oh, I can just get along with everyone. Like I thought that was, that was just a thing. And then I thought that I was just good at the job that I was doing. Cause you know, we all have our talents and gifts and yes. talents are those things that we get the accolades for and the awards and the promotions and the gifts that are those inherent traits that God has given us. And so I just thought it was like a learned skill over time 
that I was just good at. Like I could walk in and I could see exactly what needed to change to have better customer relationships, to have more improved like employee communication, like all the all the things. Um, and so now it when my client is 100% aligned. And what I mean by that is maybe not with their highest self, but when they are committed, then what happens when I jump on a call with them is I almost get like downloads prior to the call and I write out my notes. And so it's always like I can, I'm connected to them in a way that um, I've never been connected to people before because we have such a deep, meaningful connection they'll start talking about things. I always ask this question at the beginning of the call is like, you know, what's most important for you to cover, you know, to accomplish from our call today? What would you like to cover? And they'll start talking and um, then it's great because it's almost like they just read my, you know, they read my mind, read my notes, you know, and we're, and we're connected in that way. And um, it's really interesting because when I first start working with people, I always show up and meet them where they're at. I want them to feel safe and seen, but right away I create a vision, like there's a vision for them. And so my future calls after that, it's not, it's not meeting them where they're at. It's showing them what's possible, you know, really getting them to uncover what's possible in their life. And this great vision that I know that they're capable of these, this infinite potential that they have. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I could, I could definitely yes. see that. I relate with that 100%. That's so beautiful. And it's so neat too, because you have this kind of cool, calm, collected energy that people really gravitate towards that. You know, they really feel kind of this at home with you. Mm. And that's what you need as a coach, like for people to be able to kind of spill their guts, you know, like right, let's get yeah. into it, you know, let's, let's feel comfortable mm. together and, and to honor that. Um, and you really do honor them by allowing to accept their energy and to give them back this, um, perspective and this, um, this mentality that like, I see in you what is beautiful and what can become, let's help you to see that as well. Right. So, um, one of the things on your chart is a gate. Now a gate is attached to an energy center and a gate is a uh, halfway across line that's covered in. So there's all these lines on the body graph part. And um, we're looking at those halfway across lines um, that are defined. And one of the ones that you have defined is gate number seven. And this is attached to the G center. The G center is all about love and direction. And so this gate is, I am a North star. So you are, have this natural integrity, your natural role model, your soul is like this North star guiding others to the place that you're going, the place that they're wanting to go to. It's like this compass. You have this like internal compass about you and you show. And again, I like you, um, I pull these things before we have this conversation. It's mm -hmm. so cool. Like, but you show others how to be them best, their best selves. You're mm -hmm. this guide and you anchor in integrity and you also see how this person can effectively use their strengths and, and guide them in this natural way. Now, oftentimes we see these gifts and we're like, yeah, that's cool. But, um, it's like, oh, I just kind of, that's what I do, you know, but seeing in this light that like, oh, wow, that's a gift of mine. You know, that's like, um, 
something that is naturally divinely mine and not something that other people can do. Or it's, it just reframes like what a beautiful talent and gift that you have in this area. So um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm. Yeah. So something that came to me a few years ago and I just started saying it and it's just become like my motto now is um, join me in being the one to show the world how truly great life can be. And that's really what the work is that I do. So my big mission is to impact the lives, impact, actually impact the lives in a deep, meaningful way of a hundred thousand women to show them that there's a different way to live, to be, to work. And so they can dream up and design a life of their own design and then actually live it so that they can be the one to show the world how great life truly is. Going back to what you said about that ripple effect earlier and the ripple effect that I'm creating, I uncovered that, you know, working one-on-one with people, why I love it. And I love my personal, personal coaching practice that um, that was going to take a long time to reach a hundred thousand people, even though I am, you know, speaking on stages, maybe it's 300 people, maybe it's a thousand people, maybe it's a workshop for 20 people, but Um, that's why I founded Flow Academy was to teach others to do the work that I do so they can continue to create the ripple effect and really create that and live that to be the one to show the world how great life truly is through, through their own gifts, right? Here's the foundation. And then they use their unique gifts in Flow Academy to be able to coach and lead others. Um, so I love that. I think that matches perfectly. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so beautiful. And mm-hmm. and it's even interesting to me though the words that you're using for your um your flow academy, you know, mm-hmm. permission mm-hmm. slip retreats. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so you, you know, mm-hmm. and just like the beauty of you showing people the way and and creating real change in their life um, mm-hmm. and seeing you do the work on yourself because you've been there, you've done the work and you continue to do the work on yourself. And that is the greatest gift that you can give to others. Um, one other um, gate on your chart that I wanted to dive into that really spoke to me was um, gate 13. And this is the gate uh, that is also attached to the G center, also about direction and love. So you have a lot of like direction and love gifts. And I I know it's so cool. It's amazing. And this is, um, I am full of natural wisdom. You um, collect and listen to stories and you retell these stories with wisdom. So you're um, this wise storyteller um, and also story sharer as well. Um, Also allowing people to see through these stories um, how you've um, either you or a client or whatever principle you're teaching or or, or practice that you're teaching, you're cultivating this um, ability for people to understand these lessons through these stories and through these wisdoms and through this direction. Um, and, and, and I love to, part of this gate is to like really tap into uh, meditation and to releasing and practices that allow you to, to feel these, um, lessons even more in that way to be able to share them with others. Mm -hmm. So having space to be able to do so is really important personally for you. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. (laughs) Um, so I am something I've put off for a few years, just like my podcast. So my podcast is called the permission slip podcast kind of matches the retreat. So I had that on my heart, I think for three years before I started it. So something I'm actively doing right now and creating the capacity and space to do is I'm writing a book, which is a, a 
transformational book, but I'm doing it through telling stories. Um, and so that's been really fun to focus on. And as you talk about storytelling and the importance of it, yesterday I was on a Zoom interview. So to get, for those people that don't know, is how do you get speaking jobs? Well, you get referrals, right? Or people see you and ask you, but most of the time you do what's, or you have a speaking agency that helps get you um, speaking jobs, or you can do what's called, you can answer a call for speakers. So I answer calls for speakers often. And there was this one that I saw, it's gonna be actually in Portland, Oregon. Um, and it was for a business relationship management group. And the thing that caught my eye was they wanted storytellers. And so I did an interview for them yesterday. And while talking with them, you know, I really was able to uncover that most of their speakers are business relationship managers. And they're gonna be teaching on their industry industry standard things and i'm gonna i want to come in and i want to shake things up because i want them to then turn the mirror back on themselves i want them to do a little personal growth focus on their well-being make sure they're not getting burnt out so they can show up to be their highest self and I told them, they said, well, what makes you different? And I said, we're going to teach this not by step one, two, three, four, A, B, C, D. They're going to learn through storytelling. And it's so much more impactful because they're going to be able to see themselves in the stories that I'm telling. They're going to relate and then they're going to be able to apply it more effectively, the things that we're teaching in their lives. And so storytelling is something Gosh, I just did a podcast on this too. Um, for a long time, I told myself that my story wasn't good enough to share. Mm -hmm. I was stuck in this like judgment or um, comparison of other people, you know, like my my husband didn't die of a brain tumor and like, you know, my whatever, like all these things, yes. like these things I thought were, you know, my story wasn't horrible enough, you know, to make an impact or to share. And what I've learned is like, even the simplest of stories can connect. It's not mm -hmm. about um, how traumatic it was. It's about how vulnerable you can be. And vulnerability is like something that I used to have a hard time with because I didn't want to feel exposed. And it yes. was, I didn't know who I was and I didn't trust myself and I didn't love myself. So mm -hmm. the fear of being exposed for who I truly was, um, was really high. And so I wasn't vulnerable. And once I started peeling back the layers and letting go of all that armor and all that crappy things that I, that I built up to build this identity for myself and came back home to my true self, I found that vulnerability is the most magical part of our human existence. And it's the only way that you can develop deep relationships. So as it relates to the work that I do, people feel deeply connected to me because we share in a, in a vulnerable storytelling way. Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. I like cannot make this stuff up. And like, <laughs> this is so great. Cause that um, gate really spoke to me as I was um, looking over your chart and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. And that's just mm -hmm. part of my gifts is that intuition is that seeing people and um, really feeling into that. And that is so beautiful. I, um, stories to me are all about connection, you know, and this being authentic in our storytelling. And I, I go into a, a lot of stories with my clients and, and my group coaching. And so they know a lot about my life, but it's nothing like special, you know, it's just like an experience that I had and, but I'm allowing them to see a sneak peek of me and an inside of me that um, they're connected with and they're, 
they tell me all the time. They're like, I always remember this principle you taught me because of the story that you attached to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and being able to share your story, um, is so beautiful because you trust yourself. I think that's key. I really like that. You brought that up is that you trust yourself enough to be able to share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree 100% because I think there's different levels of vulnerability. Like we'll tell ourselves that we're being vulnerable when we first start doing it, but we're still not exposing ourselves. Like there's still mm-hmm. like these layers. And of course, I don't want everybody to t- tell their deepest, darkest secrets and thoughts and feelings just to anybody, right? It has to be in the right safe space and with the right people or person. Um, but oftentimes we're still like surface level vulnerability. And if we can just like get through and the way to do that is self-trust and self-love and practices around that. Um, and of course, like having it, creating a spiritual relationship of your own understanding um, is really key as well. That that's so beautiful. And that's what the world all wants. That's what our clients want mm-hmm. is they want to feel like um, that we're connected with them, you know, again, this mm-hmm. energy speaking to energy and, and really feeling like, oh, this is the person I can trust with my next stage in life, my next goal that I want to hit, you know, my next embracing of expansion. So, um, Carmen, this has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for sharing these beautiful gifts that you were born with. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me and for sharing your gifts too. You were just spot on. And so a true testament to the gifts that you have and the work that you are doing and the impact you're making in the world. It's just so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I know that our audience and the listeners want to get connected with you and want to jump into your world. How do they do that? What's the best way? Um, a few different ways. They can connect with me on Instagram. So at Carmen Olin, um, same thing, same thing on Facebook. Um, something that I do that's really special is I send a daily text message, like an inspirational text message, um, if, or maybe even a journaling prompt or an after affirmation, a little reminder to keep us uplifted and high vibes. So they can text me the word inspire to 503-386-2981. Um, or if they're interested in learning more about their gifts too, I have a quiz. There's a superpower quiz. They can text the word superpower. Um, and I combine the best of like the Enneagram and emotional intelligence and human design to put together more of their gifts. So, um, your audience might love that. And I also talk about like the high side and then the low side, how you can like swing all the way over here, um, in that quiz. So they can text me the word superpower to the same number, 503-386-2981. Oh, that sounds amazing. And we'll have those all in the show notes as well. Um, So again, thank you, Carmen, for being on. And listeners, thank you for being a part of our show today. Make sure you screenshot this, um, share it to your stories and tag Carmen and I, and we'll shout you out as well. All right, let's embrace our power.